Hello and welcome to the Balancing Pact podcast, a place to chat about fitness, nutrition, health, faith and life and balancing it all. We make weekly packs to keep each other accountable while implementing small habits to keep us happy and healthy. I am your host, Jemima, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Balancing Pact podcast, What is Health? So today I am having a pretty candid chat about what health actually means to me and what it means to all of you as well. We hear the word health or healthy thrown around so much, but have you ever stopped to think about what it actually means to you? So for some time, health was viewed as simply the absence of disease, which is understandable back in the day when there was so many diseases going around and not many cures or treatment plans. Health is now defined by the World Health Organization as a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. I just want to repeat that first part again. It's defined as a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being. So this definition is good and it provides a solid understanding of what health is. However, how it looks in each person's life is always going to be completely different. There is no rule book for being healthy. It's not black and white and it never will be. For example, every body is different. Even if we were all at our healthiest, getting all the nutrients we need, getting enough sleep, physical activity and caring for our mental and spiritual health as well, our bodies would still be so different. I do want to add that, of course, it is important for our health to be active, to stay hydrated, to consume enough nutrients, to get enough sleep, to manage our stress. But the point I'm trying to make here is that there is so much more to health than these things. And there is endless variations of what that looks like in each individual's life. Another thing I want to mention, if someone has a chronic disease or a chronic pain that they can manage well, Does that mean that they will never be healthy because they have an ongoing issue? No, I think they can still absolutely be healthy. It's just that their marker for good health might be a little different from yours because they have this chronic pain or this chronic disease. The same goes for everyone else. We all have different understandings of health. Though I'm sure we all agree on this definition of health that I read What it means to us in our lives is always going to be super personal. So a little while ago, I asked on my Instagram for people to tell me what health means to them personally. And I had a bunch of amazing responses and I'm so excited to share some of these with you. So without further ado, here are some of your responses. To Hannah, health means feeling good mentally and physically and feeling good about her lifestyle and habits. To Beth, health means having a balanced lifestyle, enjoying having a body that usually works, and enjoying food. To Eleanor, health means waking up feeling energized, ready for life, and confident in herself every day. To Esther, health means feeling well in mind and body, and doing what makes her feel well in mind and body. 
to Chris, health means not always being out of breath, feeling strong, having energy, not feeling bloated. To Courtney, health means no cancer, no operations, no chemo, no health issues, minimal medication, slimmer and stronger, being okay with herself. To Carrie, health means consistently making decisions that are good for her. To me, health means all of these things and more. Health means sleeping well and having energy throughout the day. It means loving my husband well, being in community and enjoying my own time too. It means controlling my anxiety and being mindful, living without judgment. It means setting boundaries with my work, my social life and myself. It means volunteering my time, giving without the hope of return. It means managing my time well and managing my neck pain. It means working hard and resting intentionally. I am sure that if you all really thought about it, there would be so many little things you can think of that represent health in your life. It doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense to other people. If it makes sense for your well-being, then it's really important. I want to circle back a little bit here for another reminder and I want to remind you to be really careful in the comments you make to other people regarding their health. It is different for everyone. For you it might be important at the moment that you exercise more. For someone else they could be recovering from training overload and might need to rest more. For you you might be trying to lose weight to improve your health. For someone else, they might be trying to gain weight to improve their health. You might need to spend more time with your friends or your community, but another person might need to spend more time alone. You might need to meditate, they might need to come out of their shell. You might need yoga, they might need boxing. You might need a holiday, they might need to work harder. The truth is, we have all made comments under the assumption that health is black and white, that it's one or the other. We need to relearn our ideas of health and we need to understand that it's fluid, it's ever-changing and it requires constant balancing. And this is what the Balancing Pact podcast is all about. It's about exploring ways to balance all these different areas in our life in a way that makes us feel good, that's good for our well-being. It's about implementing small habits and taking action in areas that we know need our attention. And that's why this week's pact is maybe the most important task of all in your health journey. Over the next seven days from when you listen to this podcast, I want you to find somewhere to write, whether it's a note on your phone, in your journal, a whiteboard or your bathroom mirror. We're going to write at the top, what is health? And for the next week, you're just going to add any little thing that comes to mind that is a marker of your good health or a habit that you know helps improve your health. I truly think this list could go on forever, but I don't want you to force yourself to try and think of every little thing and fill the page. I just want you to write them down when you notice them or when they come to mind. For example, maybe you get up as soon as your alarm goes off and you notice that this makes you feel so much better than snoozing 10 times. Write that down. 
Maybe you know that feeling healthy means having more energy throughout the day. Write that down. How being well makes you feel. Write that down. Normally, I would explain the pact at the end of the episode, but I wanted to give you a chance to start this one while listening to the rest of the episode. That way, if you get some ideas, you can start writing them down straight away. So if you can, right now, grab a pen and paper or your phone so you can start jotting down some ideas. Next up, I want to talk about the four pillars of health. You've probably heard these before or you might have heard different ones. There's some that are six pillars or even more. There is a lot of variations of these, but we all know I like to keep the foundations basic. So I like to talk about it in terms of four pillars of health. And this is very much focused on our physical health, but we know by now that all of these things will have an impact on our mental health as well. And they are all really connected. The first pillar of health is physical exercise. This is a no-brainer and I talked about how to fit exercise for your health into your week in episode one of the podcast. Then the second pillar is nutrition. So this one I talked about in episode two. But in summary, remember you want a wide variety of nutrient-dense foods and foods you enjoy in order to consume enough energy and adequate nutrients. Our third pillar is sleep. I've heard this one change to rest, but I think sleep is way too underrated and ignored. Getting enough good quality sleep is so important for our health. And our fourth pillar is stress management. So this one I love because stress is such a big part of our lives and it can affect us in so many different ways. It's also so connected because for a lot of people, stress management straight away includes healthy habits like exercising or meditation or journaling, all of these things that allow you to wind down and just focus more on your mental health as well as your physical health. These pillars are all kind of no-brainers. They obviously don't cover everything and they are a very general foundation But I think we forget how important it is to have a solid foundation when it comes to our health. And in my opinion, sleep is the absolute most important of all of these pillars because sleep affects how you feel and how you feel will 100% affect what you do, how you think and how you act throughout the day. It has such a huge impact on all aspects of our health and I cannot stress this enough. Sleep is something that I am focusing on a lot at the moment for myself, both my nighttime routine to help me get to sleep and and get a deep sleep and my morning routine to help me wake up. So for example, a couple of habits I've been implementing at the moment is switching my phone off half an hour before I sleep and reading or something without a screen instead. Next up, I'm going to start switching screens off an hour before I sleep and I'm also going to set a pretty strict boundary of not using screens in my bed at all. I've also been working on a really simple morning routine, which basically involves coffee, spending time with God, journaling, stretching and getting my brain working as well, which just helps me to wake up and get pumped for the day. 
So if any of these habits are things that you would like to implement for your health, write it down. But remember, it's different for all of us. These are things that I know I have to do for my health, which won't necessarily be right for everyone. But in saying that, don't use that as an excuse. It's pretty widely known that screen time before bed affects your sleep. And you can tell yourself that you're special and you need to be on your phone or watching Netflix to fall asleep. But chances are, if you actually made the changes long term, you would feel better. So be honest with yourself and be real. Just give new habits a red hot crack. So basically, I cannot tell you what health is. You know what health is for you. I can tell you, though, what health is not. Health is not an aesthetic. Health is not being skinny. Health has no bearing on the way you look. Your weight is not a measure of your health. We have been fed the idea that health and the way we look are one and the same. It's not true. Remove the idea that there is a look to health. There isn't. Health is not a look. It's a feeling. So I'm going to wrap this up now with a few questions for you. What were you wishing for or dreaming of at the start of this year? Chances are you had some pretty big goals or New Year's resolutions for your health. What have you been doing to head in that direction? And how is that going for you? How have you improved yourself and your health this year? Nothing will change if you don't make the changes. Be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you haven't made the changes you want. But be tough. Be real with yourself and just start something. Start small. Every little change matters. So let me know how you go with your brainstorming for what is health. And I'd love to see them if you're happy to share them with me as well. Thank you so much for listening and remember to click follow on the podcast so you don't miss an episode and follow along on Instagram at Jemima Grace Coaching as well. I'll see you next week on the Balancing Pact podcast.